0: There's comfort in fitting in. Most people don't want to stand out. And whether it's in business or in their career, they often put on a front because they feel they need to put on this front to succeed in those places. But after a while, putting on a facade just starts to burn you out or it takes you to places where you don't really get fulfillment. You've probably heard the phrase, bring your authentic self. That's a phrase that's being used more and more. More people are encouraged to bring themselves, their background, their diversity, their thoughts, because there's value in that. It's an opportunity to broaden our perspectives, see people as they are, and learn. My guest today zones in on the importance of that authenticity. She's a business coach, and she helps women tune into that. Because she knows the power in being herself, this is the story of August Crenshaw. My name is Aruna Krishnan, best-selling author of the Busy Mind series, a trilogy that helps leaders thrive. Welcome to Lead That Thing, a podcast that empowers women in their lives, businesses, and careers. As a business coach, August believes the foundation of success for a business owner lies in authenticity.
1: My favorite word is authenticity, and I spell it A-W-E, authenticity. And that's because I believe that we should all leave others in awe of who we are. And for me, empowering women to just show up just as their unique self is one of the most important things, period. You know, being that I work with women in business, you know, how many ways can we rephrase that I'm a sales coach or a health mentor? At the end of the day, the number one unique identifying factor is you and your unique voice and style. That's what matters. And so helping women show up as who they are, that is one of the most empowering things I think that any of us could ever do.
0: When we're starting out in our careers, a lot of times we get attached to our title and we tend to lose a little bit of our identity because we tie it directly to our titles. It's almost easier because a title is so superficial and readily available. It takes more work to look deep down and define who you really are.
1: Yes. Perfect. I like the way you mentioned that they hide behind the titles because I've actually seen the women wait to show up until they can say, I am the best sales strategist. I am the ultimate something, something. And it's like, you know what, get over the label and get over the title. At the end of the day, there's a process that you do. You're a health coach, you're a business coach, a sales coach, a, a healer or whatever that is. But when you get past all of that, Like, what's the true essence? What do you bring to the table? What is your unique selling proposition? And it may be like, for instance, with an individual like myself, okay, yeah, I can tell you that I'm a business strategist or you can call me a business coach and you can put in that I also specialize in sales or you can hear me say, that I speak to the essence of pulling out the strengths in women, teaching them how to convey their gifts to other individuals so they want to buy from them, showing them how to represent their greatness online to attract ideal clients. See, when I start talking like that, that sounds more like, oh, that's what I'm trying to do versus I'm a business and sales coach and I can teach (laughs) you how to attract your ideal clients. So, yes, you can't hide behind the labels. People want to hear your voice. They want to hear your essence. They want to feel your power. And a title, it's too short. It it, it can never convey your personality and your spirit. Tied into this is being able
0: to connect to your why and using this information to better serve your clients.
1: It isn't enough just to say, like, make your avatar. How old is she? How many children does she or she have? What's their median income? No, it's about getting into the heart essence of the person. So when I'm working with individuals, I like to get them to be able to express what a person is emotionally feeling and also express how they emotionally feel about what they do. And then see the connection between the two. And I literally just had a client who's a photographer in tears because she was like, Oh, I'm just a photographer. You know, I do headshots, I do quality headshots. Everybody needs a good headshot as a business owner, so on and so forth. But engaging in a situation, taking pictures of a, a granddaughter with her grandfather who was graduating from high school it hit her spirit that, no, I'm not just taking pictures. I am creating memories. I am providing the representation to the future of the things that happened in the past. Once again, that language, it sounds completely different. And then when she connected the dots to her own personal story, that when her father passed, that she didn't have any pictures of him, that brought more weight to it. So some of the simplest things that we believe that we're doing if we really take the time to find the story and then allow that to resonate between us and the task, then that's when the light bulb goes off. I find that a lot of times that people don't connect to their why in their story because they believe it's too insignificant. But that was a very significant piece of her story. And it came to light and illuminated in serving a client. But of course, we talked about this first in conversation by doing the ideal client exercise.
0: August went through her own process of defining
1: her why. I actually was a cosmetologist for over 20 years, which meant that that means that I took a lot of time speaking to women about life their husbands, their children, their goals, their fears, but it never resonated with my own spirit that I was supposed to be directing, leading or guiding people. But when I left everything that I knew in St. Louis and just took this random journey with my family to Houston, and I literally sat in meditation and I'm like, God, what in the world am I supposed to be doing with my life? And then I got a revelation that I was supposed to be leading and teaching people. It was sitting in that quiet space that I began to go back and all of the memories began to play in my mind, how even some of my clients used to say, you are my coach. That's what I tell people. And so for me, it didn't, it didn't come over. I didn't know it. I wasn't aware, but once I heard that divine voice, I literally just stepped and walked and flowed with it and said, okay, this is scary, but I'm going to do it. So those obstacles and those fears that I help women overcome with the, during the path of self-discovery, I've done it myself. That's another reason why I'm able to more readily help them. So I, you know, not that everybody has to go through the exact same thing, but I do believe that it is a very resounding, you know, tool to be able to say that I've gone through what my clients are going through. It gives me more compassion, and at the same time, oomph, to to hold them to it. You're gonna do this, because this is part of why you're here, because I had to live through that myself. If uh, If you're not already expressing that you are in your purpose, That something happens, and it's like, I think I'm here for a a better, more grand reason. Is there something more significant I'm supposed to be doing with my life? And if you ask, you'll get an answer. And that's what happened with me. I was wrestling with that for a little while. I'm like, you know what? There's something missing, and I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if I was supposed to open up a shop or what I was supposed to do, but the way that it unfolded for me, it was like, no, 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 no. you got much more to do with your life. Once you discover your purpose, you're
0: automatically driven to do things. You feel this sense of empowerment. August talks about how she empowers her clients.
1: So I empower people to execute and to be the greatest version of themselves without any limitations, no parameters whatsoever, no judgment whatsoever. If you like listen to the two of us, if somebody were to look at pictures of the two of us, we are distinctly different, but we are both operating in our purpose. And so I find that sometimes we need to make sure that when we're using words like empowerment, that we're embracing the uniqueness of each individual. Without that, you're really not empowering. You're you're trying to mold, control, and constrict.
0: That need to fit in? rather than be ourselves is actually disempowering the moment you can shed that fear of standing out you get a sense of freedom and this is something august herself
1: experienced yeah and you know something else is that a lot of times people look at us and they be like i could always tell august was different And she was the one who always had a little twist, even when she would answer a basic question in class about a book when the teacher said, what did this imagery mean? And so when you do come out, people already pretty much suspected it. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you could totally throw people for a loop if you, but that's usually rooted in trauma. Like when you're like totally not yourself at all and there's extreme suppression, there's probably trauma somewhere there. But when you are trying to fit the mold and, you know, go along to get along, there are certain attributes that you have that just kind of stick out like a sore thumb and, and people know. And so the worst thing that will happen is that some people will be so taken aback because they're not free. But the reason why some people actually are attracted to you is because even though they're not willing to do it yet, they love the refreshment of seeing freedom inside of you. And that is another form of empowerment. It may take a little bit of time for it to matriculate down to them and fully mature. Oh, but it's coming. And that's why we have to keep doing what we're doing to help free other women. When we're free
0: and we're comfortable with ourselves, we emit a certain energy we do certain things and people feed off of that energy and people are inspired and it starts to make them feel more comfortable in being themselves we close out with august's secret to empowerment
1: if you find that you know you just Light like cussing, cuss. If you are Jesus freak, say hallelujah every five minutes. If you are obsessed with meditation, if you're quirky and goofy, which I am to the utmost, like being those things. I, I am not just one thing. I'm a human being and I have the right to have and feel expressions. I believe as women, we have too many pressures. You know, be a lady, be polite, don't lose your cool, act like a perfect mom, don't be angry, don't, hey, 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 I am full of emotions, I will not be ruled by my emotions, but you know what, I don't know what you're going to get dependent, I am that friend, if you say, how are you doing, I'm going to be like, you know what, today really is not a good day, it, it feels like crap. Another day, I'm going to be like, oh, it's the bomb, I'm loving it, because I'm real, So if you're gonna be unapologetically authentic, be that because that's the only way you're gonna know that people truly love you. Folks should not have to stomach you because you're wishy-washy. They should adore you because they'd be like, I know what I'm gonna get when I get August Crenshaw. So be authentic.
0: The less pressure you put on yourself to be something else, the more energy you have to give and to execute on your purpose and do things of value. And as August puts it, your authenticity creates awe in the world. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you'd like to reach August, you can reach her at augustcrenshaw at augustcrenshaw.com. Stay tuned to lead that thing by subscribing on any of the podcast platforms. And join me next week when I talk to another guest who is empowering women. Until then, lead that thing.